The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome back into another edition of the Arrowhead Pride Report. I am Steven Serta. It is Monday, January 1st, and the Kansas City Chiefs have clinched their eighth straight AFC West Division title, clinching a playoff berth that felt a little hairy at times. So let me welcome in the leader of Arrowhead Pride, Pete Sweeney. Swain, uh, I I think for the first time in what feels like the entire season for the Kansas City Chiefs, they have a second half performance that feels like a legitimate playoff game and a fantastic win over the Cincinnati Bengals in week 17. 25 to 17 is the final score as they eliminate Cincinnati from playoff contention this season. Yeah, uh, still, I think some room some improvement to be desired on offense but at the end of the day they they got the job done and uh, i think they are going to use the offseason to improve uh, in that regard but i i think sunday was important because it showed you that they can still manage to win one of these grind and hit out games where now the other team is playing well right and and the bengals were teetering along that playoff bubble i think some people considered that they could be a playoff team and the Chiefs got through, I think, a little adversity in the first half, and it was a lot of field goals and instead of touchdowns, which I know people will be upset about. But you put them together, and you're able to have more more points than the other team. That's all that matters. Yeah, it's you know it, the first half uh, kind of felt pretty similar to uh, what we've come to expect from this Kansas City Chiefs team, but in the second half they get things going on defense, and it seemed like the offense finally took a step forward where. You know, it was Isaiah Pacheco having a, a career performance and then Patrick Mahomes finally connecting on some deep shots, had a big 41-yard gain to Justin Watson, and then the longest play of the Chiefs season, a 67-yard connection to Rasheed Rice. It, it finally felt like just some positive steps for the Chiefs offense on Sunday that fans should really feel good about. Yeah, I just think it, it's a different team when Isaiah Pacheco is healthy and, and in a rhythm and playing well. And you're seeing Rasheed Rice broke open that down the field. I asked Patrick Mahomes about that play, uh, and he just really complimented Rasheed Rice from recognizing the, the coverage and finding a way to get by his defender. And he even joked a little bit that he needs to work with Rasheed Rice a little bit down in Texas in the offseason, make sure he scores a touchdown on that play. Oh, we got to get the knees up. But 
it was good in a way, and I still you know think the Chiefs can play better. But it was good in a way after the game to see them having fun again. Uh, it, it it's been a grinded out year. I mentioned the grinded out game. It's been a grinded out year when it comes to finding a way to win the division again. And it has not been a pretty season at times. And I think there are plenty of moments in this game that weren't pretty. But at the end of the day, the results was the same. The Chiefs winning the AFC West division. Playoffs will be a little bit tougher. They're locked into the number three seed. We know that uh, moving forward to next week. But they are in the dance. And when you're in the dance, you never know what can happen. It just it felt like we have been kind of chasing this kind of game from the Kansas City Chiefs for months now, where you know the the defense is getting you by and the defense can go toe to toe with any team in the NFL. Like we've seen them prove that throughout the course of this season, but it was always the offense that came up short. It was always the offense that that left you hanging a little bit. And on Sunday in the second half of this game, it just felt like they finally found something. And in the first half it was still kind of a a struggle where they go into the halftime break down 17 to 13. And really, if it wasn't for Isaiah Pacheco, just going absolutely insane in the first half and kind of carrying the offense, this game might've ended up uh, with a different score at the end of the day. If it wasn't for that huge performance from him in the first half, because they could not get anything else going on offense. No. uh, And, and they're going to have to rely on on Rasheed Rice and Isaiah Pacheco to kind of carry them where they want to go. Like, I think we got to be honest with ourselves right now and understand what the Chiefs are. And that is a team that has a better defense than an offense, an offense that right now is fine. And should the defense play well and you have a complete game, I, I think you can beat anyone. But we have seen for years and years and years where it really runs through Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey's getting a little bit older. And I think you're seeing him against double coverage. And I think in years past, when he was a little bit younger, Really wouldn't matter, but now I, I think it, he's having a little bit more of a tougher time shaking double coverage by himself, and you know that's that's expected to happen as you get a little older. And if that happens, you got to rely on younger guys who do have some of that juice maybe Kelsey had when he was younger in Rice and Isaiah Pacheco, and and just to see Isaiah Pacheco uh, have what he was able to have on the ground, 18 carries for 130 yards. That, that's seven but seven yards a carry and he was able to get seven catches for 35 yards through the air uh, and have the touchdown on the board. But she rice with the 127 number and we have been waiting for a pass catcher to put up that type of number all year long. And so I think it's a positive sign in the right direction. And though this year, if they do go on a run, it will not look nearly the same as it has in previous years. But I think you're seeing the means in which they can be good football teams and route to still uh, reaching that final goal. And, you know, in the first half, obviously, there was still some issues. And Marquez Valdez-Scantling with a, a couple of bad moments in this game is yeah. you know, you're, you're on the ground at Arrowhead Stadium and the fans were not very kind to MVS on Sunday as he continues to have just one of the worst seasons I've ever seen from a wide receiver, to be totally honest. Right, right. But they finally connect and it finally feels like the Chiefs, at least on the offensive side of the ball, have some answers in it's Rasheed Rice, it, it's Isaiah Pacheco, where you know, we saw at times this year, Jarek McKinnon, Clyde Edwards-Alaire still involved, like Pacheco not necessarily playing that every down running back workhorse type of role. And with no McKinnon on Sunday, with no CEH on Sunday, we saw what Pacheco can do 
when he is the guy that you really need to feed off of offensively. And then you get Rasheed Rice going. And, you know, I expect Travis Kelsey to have some big performances in the playoffs, even though he was kind of quiet on Sunday. But it just felt like this was that step in the direction that we've been chasing for like three months from the Kansas City Chiefs on offense. Yeah, and I think it was also a little bit of a better plan. It seemed like early in the game, it seemed like they were doing a little bit more pre-snap motion, things to confuse the defense by Patrick time, got him in a rhythm. And I think you saw what they want the offense to be at the beginning of the game. I mean, you're still going through some growing pains right now with your tackles. Uh, Juwan Taylor, of course, uh, the rookie and and Wanya Morris. And I I think you're still trying to get Kelsey back to where he is uh, that, that, guy that that you know and love who can be productive for this team and uh, you know i think they're going to try their best to keep feeding him and it it does create an interesting scenario see because he didn't get a thousand yards today we've seen in the past that andy Reid will rest some of the most important players uh, as long as there's nothing to accomplish in the final game but i i got to imagine that kelsey's going to want those 16 20 yards to get to a thousand so uh, maybe you do see him out with lane gabbert for a series or two to just make sure he keeps that streak going um, but I just think, uh, in general, uh, again, that's uh, another step in the right direction. Will it be enough, uh, to have that momentum as you get into the postseason? Yeah. And like you just mentioned, like the chiefs being locked into the number three seed, all, all but injures the, I, I would imagine most of their key starters are going to be sitting in week 18 against the chargers. So, you know, it, it's while they don't get the first round by this season, and it, it is likely that if they make it to the divisional round, they might have to go on the road here in the postseason for the first time in yeah. Patrick Mahomes' career. They at least get a, a week here in week 18 where they can try to rest up and get some of these other guys healthy because they are a little bit banged up. Right yeah, and I, I think that's important. Uh, I think that's important. And, and sometimes when the year hasn't gone your way and you have this final game, it, it, there is a slight even maybe a benefit to just the idea that they can't even get to the number two seat because in the past we've seen if, if Andy Reid can even improve his seating, he will still play that final game. And so there's nothing that the Chiefs can do uh, right now, win or lose, uh, as far as week 18 goes. So the guys that Andy wants to rest, he'll rest, and you'll hope that uh, they're, they're better for it. You know, I, I don't anticipate, for example, Patrick Mahomes taking a snap next week based upon what we've seen uh covering Andy Reid over the years and so I think that's a good thing I think uh even though you're not able to get that bye week that the the Chiefs have almost been accustomed to at this stage you still get that rest which is key uh as you go here and on the defensive side of the ball I I think that's really important this upcoming week so that's something to monitor uh for the Kansas City Chiefs this week and we'll have all that information for you at arrowheadpride.com uh but just an incredible defensive performance by that side of the ball in the second half of this one. They sacked Jake Browning six times, and Legereus Sneed holds Jamar Chase to three catches for 41 yards. And it was pretty evident that Legereus Sneed was battling through some issues as he's dealing with that calf injury. So I think this this Week 18 opportunity to rest some starters is very big for the Chiefs, especially for their all-pro yeah. cornerback in Legereus Sneed. Yeah, yeah, and Snead pushed through injury. I think I think he realized how important this game was for Kansas City. He couldn't lose this game and risk maybe being knocked out of the postseason. So Snead plays through uh, injury. Uh, you saw it did hinder him a little bit, but still, uh, Snead even let's even let's call 80, 85 percent. Let's estimate that, right? Jamar Chase three catches for forty-one yards. I know Chase was ailing as well, but that just goes to show that. 
he continues that trend of curbing opposing number one wide receiver. And, and that's what gives you hope this year. If the, if the Chiefs had this defense that was maybe one that they had in years past, that was average, slightly above average. Now, if you go as far back to 2018, below average, uh, I think you would give them no chance uh, as you move here. But uh, I think you get this win today. The defense continues to play well. You see a positive sign from the offense. I just think it opens up a, a door. Uh, it opens up some confidence for you that you can win that way in the postseason. We'll see if the Chiefs are able to, to maintain that. Yeah, it's. I think that's the most important thing for the Chiefs this week is get that defensive side of the ball healthy. Uh, see if you can get Clyde Edwards-Alaire back just so you have a little bit more depth in that backfield outside of Isaiah Pacheco. And we'll have, again, all that for you at arrowheadpride.com, so make sure you stay locked in there all this week. As always, please make sure you subscribe, rate, and review everything that we're doing right here on the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network. Uh, no Arrowhead Pride editor show today. It's New Year's Day. We're going to take some time, regroup, see if we can get some rest into uh, ahead of the postseason. So we'll be back on Tuesday with the next edition of uh, the Out of Structure podcast and our full lineup this week as we get ready for this Week 18 matchup against the Los Angeles Chargers. You can follow Pete on Twitter at PG Sweet, and I'm Stephen Sertz, where you can find me. We will talk to you guys on Tuesday. Hey there, it's Pete Sweeney from Arrowhead Pride, and I'm excited to announce a new element of the Arrowhead Pride experience for diehard Chiefs fans. It's our brand new newsletter, Arrowhead Pride Premier. It's obviously an exciting time as the Chiefs enter this season, looking to become the first back-to-back Super Bowl champs in nearly 20 years. Arrowhead Pride Premier is a newsletter delivered to your inbox twice a week from me. For $50, you'll get an annual subscription packed with insider coverage from yours truly and new in-depth analysis from voices around Kansas. Kansas City. It's all about what I'm seeing and hearing around the team. During the season, we'll deliver a newsletter ahead of each game to get ready for Sunday and a newsletter after each game to unpack exactly what happened. In the offseason, the party won't stop. We'll still be covering the biggest stories and all the offseason's twists and turns will show up in your inbox on a regular basis. Subscribe to Arrowhead Pride premiere today at arrowheadpride.com slash subscribe.